When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's hard to miss the fact that bees are in trouble, with worrying news of colony collapse disorder, devastating bee numbers, and concerns about the effects of pesticides on our most important pollinators. Now there's something else for our buzzing friends to worry about climate change. Jeremy Kerr and his colleagues at the University of Ottawa have been using museum specimens to track how bee populations have shifted over the past century. What they've discovered is that bees and climate change don't mix. The first thing that we noticed that we were just, you know, you kind of, you look at the result and you just think to yourself, gee, now that's really unusual, was when we found that generally speaking, bumblebee species are not tracking north in the same way that so many other groups on land are. They seem like they're kind of stuck at their historical northern range limits. And so we would expect that species that used to be limited by how cold it was, as things warm up, that limitation disappears, and they should be able to colonize new areas that, that used to be too cold for them. And what we're seeing with bumblebees is that that is, by and large, really not happening. Given that the bees don't seem to be able to, to move, to spread, to take account of climate change, what does this mean for bees? And then by knock-on, I suppose, for agriculture? Well, for bees, it means that, you know, and, and now we have to think about what the future might bring for them. They are losing range from their southern geographical limits rather quickly. You can't do that for long before species start disappearing in their entirety. So we are on the pathway to extinction, what may indeed be climate change-driven extinction for some of these bee species. They are our best pollinators. So they contribute to pollination for a wide variety of crops, things like forage crops for livestock, like clover, but also directly for people in terms of things like tomatoes or berries or some kinds of tree fruits or nuts. If we lose species, the robustness and reliability of that pollination service diminishes and we get closer to the edge of pollination failure or diminished pollination. The bees do seem to be in danger. It's getting too hot down in the south for them to live. They're not moving up north to keep track of the changing climate. Is there anything that can be done or are they just kind of stuffed? So bumblebees are not very good, it would appear, at expanding northward. But we have this emerging area of research around what we call assisted migration, where we can actually help bee species or other species establish populations in new areas just beyond the boundaries of their historical range limits. By doing this, we might enable them to track shifting climatic conditions a little bit better. But in the southern areas and in the hottest places, there may be opportunities in some areas for us to try to establish bumblebee colonies or conserve bumblebee colonies that are already there in areas where microclimates are present. And that may shelter them and enable them to persist for at least a little bit longer. 
but I think at the, the northern edge and in cool areas, we are now confronted with a situation where we need to contemplate assisted migration at a continental scale and for large numbers of species. It's kind of like taking the bees on a holiday and hoping they like it so much they stay there. Well, it, it amounts to something like that. And I think it's really important for us to keep in mind that global climate change is an experiment that we are doing, not just on the species around us, but on ourselves. I just hope that the answer to this experiment turns out to be that we can manage as these things get affected. But it's not an experiment that a sensible society should continue.